Straw Hut Media. Hello. Check, 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 check. My name is Ryan. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, first of all, yep. Ryan. Yes. I am so sad for you. I know. Guys, don't steal things. <laughs> don't can you, steal. Can you see you in there? You see me? Yeah, thank you for scoot over it. Well, this way? Kind of, no, this around. way. Oh, I can't. Well, I can't either. That's better. Okay. Okay. From Straw Hut Media. This is Randy Glanville Unfiltered. So guys, just don't steal things. Ryan's car got broken into at his house because he was irresponsible and left a lot of expensive equipment in his car, which we all know right now is not the time to leave expensive things in your car. And yeah, unfortunately for his irresponsibility, he... <laughs> They, they, it's they not funny. It. It's not funny. <laughs> but at least you're laughing because you're, now is not the time to leave shit in your car. Everyone's, I know, I it's, know. everyone's desperate. It's I, desperate times. I was trying. I have like a, a fairly fancy car. Why is there not like an alarm on it? There is. How do I turn it on? I don't know. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm my gonna car. YouTube my it. alarm goes off all of the time, and we have the same maker of the car. Yeah. And even if I just bump it with like my my, it's like hit. a it's an electric car. I it's feel fancy. like it should have. It They're feel, confusing now. I feel like bit. it should have an alarm, anyway. like a- automatically set. Yeah, I think Do mine think does. Have, really, mine's nicer than yours. Though. Yeah, I mean yours is nicer. Yeah, I know. I mean, um, there's there's this button. I don't know because when my alarm goes off, I can never get it to turn on. I no, it's like yeah, exactly. It's like wait, I'm like oh, people just look at me and like do something. I lady. definitely don't like that. <laughs> I have no. those people on my street and I hate them. But yeah. anyway, yeah, a bunch um, of gear got stolen. Like, it, like expensive cameras, like $10,000 worth of shit. And yeah, eight to 10000 Yeah. So anyway. I Luckily, you had renter's insurance. Yeah, but they... <laughs> <laughs> but but I, found out last, I found out last night when I'm talking to them, they're like, do you use this for work? And I was like, yeah, I use it for work. And they're like, well, unfortunately, because of this clause, we can only get you back $1,500 of your $10,000. Yeah. When my house got broken into a few years ago. I was ago, so mad. I'm so mad. I got $8,000 for like $40,000 worth of things. So oh. that was fun. Um, I'm sorry. I really am sorry that that happened. But lesson learned. Lesson we learned. will never leave anything in our cars again. The only thing yeah. in my car is gloves and masks. And they're not fancy. So try not to steal from yeah. me. Now I only keep lotion. Ooh, I got lotion in my car too. <laughs> there we go. Because <laughs> I'm addicted to it. I have to you put it are. on my hand. I have issues. Lotion and then the gloves. Yeah, I love it. It's weird. Um, so today on our pod, we have Teresa Chang and she is... A dream expert. Like beyond. She's written like a million books. I know. She's been on a million podcasts. And she's blowing up over COVID, like, because everyone's sleeping more, so they're dreaming more, and we all want to know what our dreams mean. And I had a very weird dream. Well, last night, she didn't want to do the one from last night, or she's not (laughs) going to want to do the one from last night because I drink. And when you drink, your dreams are just intensified and heightened, I think. That's what she's going to tell me. (laughs) Does that count for, like, even just, you know, because I'll have, like, one drink every, you don't think that counts? I believe you. I don't I'll think have at have least one drink. One, I, know, I know you'll have at least. <laughs> I don't believe that you stop after one. I feel like you're a three to four drink guy. Yeah, you're right. Yep. <laughs> Knew it. <laughs> you're Woo! Right. You're right. 
I it's, love being right. <laughs> it's rare that it's just one. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's hard because then what's the point? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. But I'm so excited to talk to her because I had a dream about my dog the other day and I need to know. It was just, it's just the most bizarre thing. So let's get her on. Okay. And um, then I have to tell you a lot of things when we leave. Okay. Stuff's going All right. down. Teresa. But also, I'm really excited because we're in your sun sign right now. Um, Scorpio time. Yeah, it's a bit, I could talk so much about that. You are such an interesting, you're Scorpio rising too, aren't you? I don't know. Um, yeah. In yeah, November I, I, 16th. I went on online to find your horoscope because I love to do that. And uh, you are Scorpio rising too, so you're a double whammy. Ooh. That's big. So I can talk about that. You know, the rising sign is how the world sees you. Scorpio is how you are. But also your Saturn is in Gemini, which is huge. We could talk about that if you want to, if you want to go there. But I'm happy to stick oh, absolutely. with dreams. No, no, we'll talk about everything. I, I'm, yeah. I'm so curious because I believe, like, I, I'm married a Gemini. My dad is a Gemini. My son is a Gemini. Oh I'm, surrounded by male, <laughs> I'm surrounded by male Geminis. That. But you know Adele with her satin return tattoo? Satin no. is the teacher of the Zodiac. It's what you have to learn in this life. And she did a tattoo because she had her life kind of fell apart a few yeah. years ago, coincided with her satin return. So she's got a tattoo, satin return there at the moment. And, uh, you know, satin is the teacher. It's the neglected part of the Zodiac. And yours being in Gemini, we could talk about that. That's okay. communication. <laughs> Okay. If you want to, if you want no, to. No, yeah, of course. Yeah. I'm an open book, yeah. so. Do you know, um, I, I don't know if I can say this as well. It's been. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. My earpiece fell out. What were you Synchronicity, saying? because um, uh, Bella Hadid, uh, daughter of Yolanda. She's a Scorpio, I know. She posted a picture of my dream book last week, a couple oh, of weeks ago uh, on Instagram. But something happened. It was a, oh, um, that is amazing. Oh, sorry. One second. Unbelievable and coincidence because I was in conversation with you and then that happened. It was like, what? I will tell you, like, when she was younger and she was on the show a little bit, we had such a strong connection. Like, we yeah. would grab each other's wrists when things were, like, when we were annoyed by something. We didn't even have to speak. We were just connected. It was very weird, but I, li I like that. You know, I, I don't have that with a lot of people. I have it with Phaedra Park. She's on um, Housewives of Atlanta. She was. And I was with at dinner with her last night for her birthday. And half of the people at the table were Scorpios. And with Scorpios, oh, gosh, I know I either love them or I don't like them at all. And I mean, yeah. I find that I love them more than I don't like them. But yeah. there's a couple that I definitely know that we will kill each other. We can't be with each other. <laughs> the Scorpios can kill. Yeah, that, they are yeah. really interesting sign. We, we could talk a lot about that as well. But I just thought, I love synchronicities. And it was just like, that's, you know, that is something, you know, to, on her Instagram, she just posted it. That's amazing. Um, and she's got like a billion followers. I didn't, I, I have no connection with her at all. And I just thought, what is happening? This is wonderful. They're all dreaming. It's great. <laughs> no, it's no, it's true. And I think we wonder, I mean, I know I wonder like, what the fuck did that, I'm sorry. What the fuck did that dream mean last night? I was surfing yeah. and 
I had been drinking because I was at a party. So I don't know if that, does that affect your dreams? Yes, if it, will, you drink? it will heighten them. It will heighten them. It will, uh, it will, it will make them more intense and vivid. Um, but you, yeah, alcohol is not great because it's not great for dream <laughs> recall. I, I, it's not great for dream recall. That's all. But, oh, you know, okay. it just, well, yeah, it, it doesn't really make sense. So no dreams make sense. That's the whole point. <laughs> well, okay. So let's get into this. So yes. should we talk about the, my dreams first? That first of all, Vic, you're amazing. And I'm so excited oh. to have you on here. And I am a believer. I think that I have a really strong connection to, I want to say dead people, but I don't mean dead people, but like, I know I have angels watching me because I just know I feel it in a weird way. And the other night, so I have a 10-year-old dog, not the one you see walking around in the back, but another one. But she was a menace to my life, and I had to have her go. I mean, I love her more than anything, but she if I had left the house, she would tear up the couch or chew the baseboards or shit everywhere just because she didn't want me to leave. And I, I was having a mental like breakdown in that moment because I had mold poisoning and she was just stressing me out. So I gave her to my friend. She's almost like a sister to me. And I haven't, like, I see her on Instagram. She's so cute. I love her. Um, but I haven't really like checked in on my dog. And the other night I have this dream that I'm at a baseball park or some sort of park. And I, I don't know exactly who I was with, but I was with a group and my, my friend who's like a sister to me was sitting over kind of far by a tree and she was with Sugar, my dog. And I was like, oh my God, I wonder if Sugar's going to recognize me. So I was like, Sugar, because that's how I used to call her. I'm like, Sugar. And she came running over. And then I don't remember any, anything else, but the next day, your dog, I, when you called your dogs just come around the corner <laughs> no she's like she's a very special breed of i call her yeah. yoda hooker she's a crazy i don't even know if she's a dog she's crazy yeah, yeah but the next day my friend cynthia who's watching her calls and tells me that sugar is dying basically has you know cancer terminally ill i had to get the gallbladder removed and all of these things and i said cynthia this is the weirdest thing because i literally just dreamed of sugar last night and I had no reason to have her pop in my head. And I don't like, I feel like sugar was telling me she wants to go or something. Yeah. I don't, I mean, stacks I don't know. Of messages about that. I mean, you are intuitive. We are all intuitive. It's in our DNA, but we fear it and repress it. But in our dreams, you see, when, when logic and reason and our ego is suspended and we're in a our unconscious world, our intuition and our imagination reign supreme. And you're tapping into this invisible connection that you have with your dog, someone, yeah. some, something that you loved. And yeah. that transcends space and time. And in dreams, that is entirely possible. I have stacks of messages from people who have dreams of people. And then they found out the next day, sometimes the person's passed or is in trouble. It's you're picking up these connections. And right. it's nothing to be frightened about. I think it's something to get excited about because it shows there's so much more to all of us than meets the eye. But we just yeah, fear it and think, oh, it's just a dream. It's not just a dream. Dreams are powerful. You see, in your dreams, it's your intuition unleashed. Because during the day, we repress it, the voice of our heart, because our heads lead the way. Our right, ego logic. And our People logic. like logic. Yeah, well, they have to because we have to survive in the day-to-day -day world. But at night, you see, that's all gone. And our intuition encourages us to reflect on things that we haven't in the day. 
that's what dreams are. They are encouraging you to reflect on things that during the day you haven't had time to reflect on, that your, your heart has noticed, but your head right. has repressed or, or, or sent away. And the reason dreams don't make sense is because they come from a different country, a different state of reality, and you need to learn that language. And the language is very simple. It's like when you're at school and you were studying a poem and you had to learn about metaphor, imagery, symbolism, puns, pathetic fallacy. Do you remember all these um, things when you're studying poetry? That's how your dreaming mind speaks to you. It speaks to you through symbols, something representing something else. And you have to decode it. And that's where the, it gets really exciting because you become like a detective and try right. to work out what is my heart, my intuition trying to tell me. Sorry, I get really passionate. To no, no. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I dropped my earpiece again, but also this is this air is coming. One second, sorry. Can you hear me? Yep. Okay. So I get waves of even during the day. I, I when I feel something very strongly and I get a wave of this might happen, it happens. It's yeah, very bizarre. And I'm just like, oh, uh, sometimes it scares me. But other times I'm like, I just knew one time I wasn't supposed to fly because um, the plane didn't crash or anything. But it was like when COVID started because I was supposed to go to a meet and greet. And I've never, I've never not showed up for a job. But COVID started and I was just the morning of, I was having these I was just scared. I was scared to go and do it. And I I just, we didn't know how bad COVID was at the time. So to go to a casino and hug and stand with and take pictures with people, that would have been really bad. Um, and so I canceled it. And I, I to this day, I, I like, I'd never cancel anything. I felt, I feel bad about it, but I'm like, you know what? I had within me, I had it. Like I knew I had, no, I, I couldn't go. And I don't you know are, if that's... You are describing intuition perfectly there because people say to me, well, how do I know the difference between intuition and fear and anxiety or negative thinking? And the difference is there's an absolute certainty and it typically, when it's true intuition, you take action, you do yeah. something. Whereas fear and uncertainty leaves you trapped in your head. You get all these yeah, conflicts just... voices. But there's just this sudden knowing. And in, in scientific community, because I work a lot with scientists and neuroscientists studying this sixth sense, this intuition, it's called presentiment. It's just knowing what's going to happen without having any idea why. It's an absolute certainty. And the exciting thing is now is science is, is researching this properly. And it's proving more and more that sixth sense is a real sense that it we is. all I, have. I, yeah. I you think if you, if you lean into it and you're not afraid of it, but, you know, I operate sometimes on fear, but that's just me being my crazy self. Like, I don't want to go out, you know, like what, like during COVID I had crazy anxiety and fear, but it wasn't, it wasn't like someone was, I, I wasn't telling myself something. I was, I was just going through some yeah. shit, but there's just times when I'm like, you know, I need to see Mark. And then Mark will call me. And yeah. just like this, the silliest it. thing, oh. like it happens all of the time. And like, uh, we have these, like my friend will call me, he's like, I was just thinking about you for this. I'm like, I literally just told myself I should call you. And it's, it, and it's like people I haven't talked to in months. It's just so random, but I get yes. that a lot. 
it's it's real. As I say, science is researching it. Um, I've written so many books about it and get so many messages about it that, you know, I'm convinced it's a reality. Of course, we it can't is. prove it, but there's too much anecdotal evidence now to suggest otherwise, in, in my, my humble opinion. And um, I'm doing all I can to mainstream this and stop people fearing it. And I'm so grateful to talk to someone like you. Yeah. I mean, you're epic. Thanks. It's amazing oh, that you're thanks. doing this. But being a Scorpio, it doesn't surprise me that you are interested in the invisible inner world. No, um, I am. And well. I fully, I yeah. fully know. I, and I, I, the other day, <laughs> I wanted something, right? So I wanted the guest to cancel. It, Ryan was here with me. Because <laughs> I had two. <laughs> no, no, no. I, it wasn't about the guest. It was just I had two back to back podcasts. And yeah. I, I just, my brain wasn't together. And I'm like, you know what? I think she's going to cancel. And Ryan's like, I'm like, trust me, she's canceling. And I was just saying it out loud to manifest it. And she canceled. And I was like, okay, I want this. I was starting to say all these things that I'm like trying to manifest, but I really put energy into wanting her not to make the podcast. And she did not make the podcast. And it was really, people pick up on that. It's manifesting is a big trend at the moment on TikTok, especially. I think there was a video of got 9 billion views or something. People are manifesting like crazy. Um, I think they're doing it in very extreme ways. Like they're repeating things hundreds of times a day. I think that creates step stress which actually repels what you want but it's basically very simple believe something to happen expect it to happen it's about being optimistic and expecting the best because i think a lot of us in life expect focus too much on what we don't want right and then we get that but we don't focus on what we do want like you know for example if weight loss people focus on I feel heavy. I don't like the way I look. That's how they stay. But they've got to sort of have a different image of themselves and focus on what they do want and how they just feel like I am thin. I am, I am great. I, I, you know, focus on what you want, not what you don't want. I think we put too much of our energy into, into, you know, worrying about what, what could happen the worst Rather than living in the moment. And yeah, I know like last night I said, we we were out to dinner, we were outside and it has been raining in LA. And I (laughs) said to my girlfriend, like, it's not going to rain because it was like a hurricane. The wind was blowing all of our hair. I'm like, it's not going to rain. It's your birthday. It's not raining. So we were all like, yeah, it's not raining. And it didn't rain. And literally we were were, like in the middle of a storm. But (laughs) it's just, I don't know. I try, like, I really try to stay positive. Like I I work hard at it because when I go dark, I say when I go dark, because I can be very, the fear, I don't like being fearful in my, it doesn't, it doesn't, I get sick. My body gets sick. I get anxious. I, I, I obsess on sometimes. I I really true to your sign. You are so true to your sign. And Thank you, because I'd love to talk about Scorpios because yes. we're in the months and you are all that you're saying, it's like you are so true to the qualities associated with that sign, both the positive and the negative. And I believe you are also Scorpio rising, which means you're a double whammy because your sun <laughs> sign is kind of like your essence, what you're you know, who you are, but the rising sign is how the world sees you. So you are utterly authentic because what they people see is what they get. So if you have a different rising sign, you know, for example, right. I, I'm Aries, but my rising sign's Virgo. So I come across as very neat and organized, but inside <laughs> absolute chaos. <laughs> you know, so it's a conflict. But with you, you've got both. 
So you really are manifesting that sign in the world. And it's a really, uh, it's the most misunderstood sign of the zodiac. It's oh, people, deeply yeah. intense. You love mystery, but you also have the ability to go for the jugular. You can see right through bullshit. You can go right to the core. Sting like a scorpion, and and it's your intu intuition going in. The negative side is is the desire for control and not being able to let go, and that's yep. that's the journey of your life. But also yep. looking at your moon in Pisces, Pisces is all about building self esteem. So your emotional life is where you're you you're building your self esteem and where you need to work on. Yeah. The self-esteem issues are about your relationships and your connections, not your work so much and what you do in the world. It's all about close friendships and having um, your moon, because the moon is your emotional life. Pisces is a toughie. It's a toughie because it's, you know, Pisces, they need to learn its self-esteem. But what we spoke about before we started recording, I'm so interested in your Saturn because your Saturn is in Gemini. Saturn is the teacher of the zodiac. It's what your karma is. It's what you're here on this earth to learn. Gemini is communication. Oh. And it's all about how you communicate <laughs> and making your message a positive one somehow and, and avoiding the, the pitfalls of Gemini, which is scattered thought right. and learning to focus. So if you look at the lessons of Gemini, which is all about focus, focusing your message and communicating it, that's where the, the challenge is for you. But you've got yeah. such a big head start with the double whammy Scorpio. Powerful indeed. Scorpios are intense, beautiful, mysterious, deep. They see right to the heart of the matter. So your instinct almost always will be right about people and about situations. Trust it. Keep trusting it because that that's your that's your path. No, forward. yeah. When I feel oh, when I know I something, I just know it. I'm, but when when I tell people that I'm a Scorpio, well, my best friend's a Scorpio. I love Scorpio. So, I, you know, like there's one Scorpio I don't really like. But when I tell people I'm a Scorpio, they're like, oh, stay away. It's kind of like no. people don't get it. But that's Scorpio the, is two things. It's a Scorpio is that, you know, the animal we all think stings itself to death. Actually, you know, the researchers have showed Scorpios can't do that. They, you know, but you know, the, the other side of Scorpio is the Phoenix and the Phoenix is transformation. Scorpio is a sign about dying and be reborn constantly. It's about constant rebirth. The, 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 the Phoenix, that's what it is. It's another symbol strongly associated with Scorpio. It's about transformation and transformation growth can sometimes hurt, but it's necessary yeah. to evolve because the whole point of us being on this planet, in my humble opinion, is to evolve. You Grow. stay the same. Yeah. You know, you're I mean stuck. Who is, I mean, I feel like people, they all grow. They just maybe don't know it because we're not, no matter what, we're not the same person today that we were a year ago because things happen. And like when I looked at myself at 23 and I thought I knew everything about everything, I'm like, I was just <laughs> such a kid. I really thought I knew everything. I'm like, I know everything about the world. I, you know, just like, I just felt so adult. And now I'm looking back going, wow, I, I, I still have so much to learn. And I learn every day. I try to have takeaways from things like try to keep them positive. Like this happened because for me to learn something, because even if it's negative, I try to have a takeaway from it. Like, okay, if learning, we have this. If you're learning, you, you grow. If you're learning, you're growing. Yeah. But every night when you go to sleep, it's a mini death. There is actually a tribe, a, a, an indigenous tribe called the Para that they think that every night when you go to sleep, you actually die and reborn. And they actually prefer to nap 
rather than sleep because they think if they sleep too long, they're a new person and they actually call the person they were the day before a different name. And some of them have hundreds of different names. <laughs> that is interesting. You're reborn in you every morning and you do feel like that. You know, your, your, your body regenerates, your dreams take you somewhere. Goodness knows where we go when we dream. What, what is that place? You know, I've devoted my life to studying that. What are dreams? Where do we go? I mean, these Netflix series we create in our heads um, <laughs> at night are just incredible. And actually, they, you know, dreams have fed great literature, great art, great movies, export games, scientific discoveries have been informed by dreams. And I found out recently even Google, the co-founder, Larry Page, he dreamt Google. It, you know, he was at Stanford wow. not knowing what to do with his life, um, thinking he was an imposter. And he fell asleep one night and he had a dream that all the computers, because he was interested in computers, could be downloaded onto one web page. He got up, did the maths, thought this might work, dropped out of Stanford and two years later co-founded Google, which That's has changed insane. the world. So I say a dream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dreams are that, that powerful. <laughs> no, I believe I, – I totally believe you. Sometimes I don't understand my dreams. Um, but my therapist, he often asks about my dreams. Really? He's like, what Fantastic. Have yeah. He's very into that. And like, he'll explain them to me in a way I didn't think about. I was just like, you know, I, it, I don't know. The other day, this sounds weird. Um, but I got this like feeling that I needed to move and I don't know why I just, I just pulled the trigger. I told my girlfriend, I think I'm going to move to Calabasas. And really? Yes. I don't even, I mean, she's there and I, you know, that's fine. My, my son's dad is out there, but that's kind of the place where my life fell apart. So I, I wanted, I call it Calabastard. I wanted nothing to do with it. I wanted to be a, as far away as possible. And then I just got this gut feeling that I needed to go back for Jake, for my son, just for his life, like he's, his friends are out there and I just pulled the trigger and I, I got the lease and I didn't, and everyone's like, what you're moving? Why? I'm like, I don't know why <laughs> exactly. You, you just, just have to, sometimes you just have to follow, follow your gut and you know, yeah. you know, that's the right thing to do. If you feel strongly, this is where I need to be. Good on you. <laughs> I mean, I just yeah. don't know why. I'm mean, like, why? I feel like I'm going back to the scene of the crime. I've had a lot of anxiety about it. But then who did I? No, I talked to my therapist yesterday and he goes, good. I'm so glad you're moving. And I'm like, okay. So that it was like, I needed that validation because every time I, I think the boxes just give me anxiety and all the crap everywhere. But I'm, I'm hopeful that this is something meaningful is going to come out of this. I think, I don't know what it's going to be, but. You know, we're, we're, we're you, changing. You don't really want to know. You know, it's the excitement is in yeah. not knowing. Expect the unexpected. You know, when life gets too predictable, that's when it gets, you know, tedious. But, you know, talking about therapy, your dreams every night are your nocturnal therapist. They are offering you for free <laughs> therapy. <laughs> you just learn to decode them because really it's our intuition, our, the part of us that knows what's best of us talking to us. Every single night, every single dream is a gift, a priceless gift. And we just need to reflect on it, decode it, and listen to the wisdom of our heart. It, I think of dreams as thoughts of our hearts that we are not paying enough attention to during the day. 
Um, and the more people reflect on their dreams, the happier I am, because I think I don't know anyone whose life couldn't benefit from more reflection. No, um, absolutely. I think it's important. I feel like a lot of people that I know are on this hamster wheel and they're yeah. stuck and they think they're just stuck. Like the world is, they have their routine and they go through it and that's going to be them until they die. You know what I mean? And I just feel like. But hasn't COVID I've thrown all that out? out. I've, I mean, I've been writing since the early 2000s. I mean, I've been around forever. I've written so many books in this area. I know I have. I'm like, whoa, that's a lot of books. <laughs> I'm a ser- I call myself a like, serial author. It's, it's an illness. <laughs> all of these guys. No, no it's, I've, it's I've, great. I, I love it. It's, it's my, my passion, but I was always in a very niche and then COVID happened. And then literally early 2020 i was starting to approach by companies like sleep companies typically um clothing stores perfume companies then celebrities and then i was going on tv and then i went capital radio with uh, over here in the uk uh, itv this morning it went um good housekeeping glamour it went on and on everybody wanted to know about their inner life um and for me it was like because i was at a stage and stage of my life and i thought well i've I've done what i can you know you thought like you were going for the next chapter the next level like what what's going to happen next and this is look the whole world now is interested in their inner life because you know covid has shown us that the material is not all there is you know this stuff how we look um career relationships this is all part of life but it's the inner meaning and And i think huge trend right now that of interest in soul. I, I think a lot of people, I don't know. I'm like, I, I was joking during COVID. I'm like, I excel at, at staying in. I'm good. I was like, yeah, that's I like my specialty. I'm, this is great. But then you, you, I think a lot of people were alone with themselves for the first time where they had to, they had to have some inner voice and they had to yeah. like, they had to reflect on like, stuff you're right it doesn't matter it's just stuff like if like my my friend was in like she banged my car and I was like it's just stuff everyone's fine no one got hurt like it doesn't it doesn't mean anything and I think that we're out there striving for material things and I'm not I'm just not a materialistic person I don't listen I like nice shoes don't get me wrong but I'm not (laughs) like I'm not trying to keep up with the Joneses I just I just want a lot of natural light and a happy space and just to stay positive. And like that to me is really all I need. I was telling my kids, I think I could live in one of those tiny houses. <laughs> and they're like, the minute, they're like, mom, no, you can't. I'm like, no, I think I can do it. I don't need much. Like I really yeah. don't need much. Well, COVID showed us that, you know, when that much trauma, grief and pain, people yeah. realize that you have to have some inner you have to think what focus on what truly matters. Who are you as a human being? You know, what is the point of this life? You know, I've devoted my life to that research into why are we here? What's the meaning? Um, and and looking into the invisible part of our lives, the inner world, not focusing so much on the outer, you know, so much focus on the outer, but the, what's inside a person is what truly, truly matters. And dreams are a way in. It's uh, The mainstream media is very interested in dreams because it's not too woo-woo, you know, because everybody yeah. dreams. And I come in talking about the science and psychology of dreams. But for me, dreams and the lockdown dream phenomenon where everybody was having weird and wonderful dreams because we were sleeping more. And our yeah, exactly. Was <laughs> That's why. Uh, yeah, no, exactly. Um, we got to actually have a moment 
to be with ourselves and our thoughts yeah. and what what does that mean and and I think that's when a lot of people like I know I just started writing again and I feel Good. I didn't write during COVID because I look at my page and I would just be like my life is inside. I go from my bedroom to my couch. Like, what am I writing about? But recently, it just it, I started to do it. You know, my son went off to college, and I was oh, like, hey, how was what? that? Did you did you find that? <laughs> yeah, I miss. I, I like. I love him. I'm so happy that he's happy. But I miss my best friend. I talk to him like mm-hmm. ten times a day. Um, yeah. But it's given me a chance to get closer with Jake and and our relationship. My younger son is a. It's a little harder because. Mason's just so easygoing. I call him a human Xanax and he's so kind to everyone. And Jake's got this really tough exterior where he's kind of like a dick, but I love him. I tell him this too, but he's very sensitive on the inside and I'm working on getting through the tough exterior so that we can have those sensitive conversations. And it's it's hard, (laughs) but I feel like, so I'm trying to find the positive of Mason going to college, which is good for him, obviously. But for me, the positive is that I'm getting closer with Jake. And now I feel I've never had one-on-one time with Jake. I've always had two kids, you know? So it's like, it was one, it's both of them at all times. So I don't know if, I don't know. I just feel like I forgot what we were talking about. I like, I don't, what was I saying? <laughs> Sorry, I distracted you because I know with my kids when, when they go, it's like, oh, it's hard. It's, it's like hard. a gut punch. Yes. But, yeah, uh, but I'm, gl- I'm glad for them. I'm happy for them. Yes. But, yeah. Well, love is letting go, isn't it? That's what it's you like, It's letting know. them grow and evolve. And I kept saying that. I'm like, I'm really happy for you. I'm just sad for myself. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. I just get lots of dogs. <laughs> I'm obsessed with my dog now. <laughs> I know. I have one dog too. He started going everywhere with me. And I used to say I would never be that person that had a little dog that you take everywhere. And now I, he's I, my dog. I know. I am. I know. I, I, I'm my doggy as well. I take them everywhere. But it is it is difficult, you know, with children. But it's also exciting because you get a friend then. That's all I hope for, that they, they actually want. It's not duty call that they actually call because they want to speak to me rather than, oh, God, I've yeah. got to call mom. You know? like, oh. <laughs> like, like every movie you see, like, oh, that's my mom. I'm like, I hope my kids never feel that way about when I call them because I love talking to them and I love, they call me a ton. So I know it's, we're not there yet, but yeah. I don't ever want that to happen or they're like, Oh, my mom. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, but, but, but what you're saying about writing communication, I, I, I feel looking at your chart, it's all a chart about communication is what comes across with you and, and writing and, and talking and, being authentic that's what comes across in your astrological chart if it's correct what i found online because you're the 16th of november right correct yes yes yeah so if it's correct so obviously i don't know because i just looked for your horoscope because you know there are people who do your horoscopes online for you no, I, <laughs> I love it because i'm so i really believe a lot of, I'm, I'm not like you know some people are fanatic about it like they read it every day yeah. but i but i do like i know they were people have been saying mercury's in retrograde and I try not to let that affect me because it might be, but why is that going to be bad for me? Like, I don't know. I, but I do believe in a lot of stuff. Well, it's as above, so below, isn't it? I mean, if you look at the moon, you know, the moon influences the tides. You know, humans are 70% water. So, of course, there's going to be some kind of, you know, an ancient man and woman understood that connection between as above, so below. And it really is sort of thinking we're part of this world, this universe, 
So surely what's happening up there is going to influence us as well. And I don't know, I just feel that knowing someone's sun sign can actually give you a real head start. You know, right. I was excited to find out that you were a Scorpio and we're speaking in the Scorpio month. <laughs> and then you'll score. it was interesting because, you know, you, you have a already have an idea of that person. And more often than not, it's right. But a chart is not just the sun sign. You know, it's about all the other planets where all the other aspects are in, in your chart to build up a unique picture. And it can it just can really help. It's fun as well. You know, it's. Yeah. <laughs> no, it it's is. Fun. No, absolutely. And I, mean, I feel like. There's a lot of crap out there that people, oh, yeah. they, they don't know what they're talking about and they're just putting in a magazine. So I don't, like, I, I really look for people that know what they're saying. Um, you know, I don't read the ones on the paper every day or anything like that. I just feel well, like- no, you've got to have yeah. free will as well. I mean, at the end of the day, these things are all great. They're all just tools to help you understand yourself better. Just like dream decoding, astrology, tarot, whatever you floats your boat. It's just tools, psychological tools you can use to understand yourself better. Because I think most of us go through life having absolutely no idea who we are. And, you know, there's a reason that saying self-knowledge is the beginning of all wisdom. It truly is. And life is a journey of finding out who the hell you are. And yeah, they call it, it a journey on purpose. I mean, like, it's because we're yeah. growing and, like, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like a lot of my family members, they never left where we grew up, right? So they yes. – they are, they stayed there. They're in their bubble. I needed to leave. Like I couldn't wait to leave. And I haven't. I tried not to go back. Kidding, <laughs> kidding. Love you, family. Um, but I, I just knew there was more out there. I, I didn't yeah. want to get stuck in a lane. Um, but sometimes I wish I was. I always say I might need the fun police a little bit. Sometimes I wish I could be a little <laughs> more, stay in my lane a little bit more. But still, no, like, you I know. don't think your followers would want that. They want, they want brandy unfiltered. Oh, I know, but some, you know, it gets me in trouble. So that's the only. I'm like, why? Yes, the, like, I was. Not- <laughs> It, it does sort of get you in trouble, but it also gives people courage and it's a talking point and you need catalysts in life. You need people who are catalysts and get people to think outside the box. That's what you do. You get people to think outside the box and have a, you don't force people to agree with your opinions. You just say, this is what I think or feel. And, you know, it, that's, it gives people courage to also think about what who they are and what they think. So, you know, it's it's good. You need catalysts in life. You know, we yeah. can't have everybody, you know, always Getting agreeing. Lot, right. <laughs> I can, for, for me, like, I'm very big on body language. Like, I can tell if someone's not agreeing with me just by the way they're sitting or, you know, by their cross legs or crossed arms oh, yeah. or, yeah. you know. And last night I said something to this, this guy. He was with a girl. They'd been on a few dates. And he got really um, – he, protective of her because I was kind of, I was, I was bored. <laughs> I wasn't bored. No, but so I was asking. Though. You just do this. You have to. If you're bored, you just go. You want to get a reaction from people. No, that's like so happy. Yeah, yeah, no. Yes, you it's so fun. And yeah, I was yeah, like, you I go, you just got very protective of her. You guys are going to be together for a long time. And I wasn't even saying anything bad. I was just like digging a little bit. And. <laughs> And I was like, oh, okay, you guys are going to be together. But I can tell 
if someone is, is in tune with me or is scared yeah, of yeah. me, <laughs> yeah. which does happen sometimes. But in general, I, I feed off of people's energy. And I like, I love, like I love Phaedra. She has the most positive energy. We're always laughing. We're always joking. Um, it's just fun. You know, you have those friends that it's just positive and it's fun. And she's, she's a lawyer. She's so smart and wonderful. And people are like, oh my God, you're friends with Brandy. I'm like, Hey, I might have just gone to public high school, but I have a lot of knowledge that yeah. you guys don't know about. So, yes, I mean, yeah. you know, it's hard, but I, I believe in all of it. Like, I really do. I would love to hear more about the, the, the horoscope, if you don't mind. Oh, the horoscope. I mean, as I say, it's it's a way to understand yourself better. I mean, n- knowing my sun sign and and also what you need to learn in life to 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 feel fulfilled, and also looking at the negative, the shadow side of each each sign has a shadow side, and there's nothing wrong with the shadow side. Just like there's day and night, right. you need to be aware of your shadow side, and that's why dreams are often nightmare scenarios because in our nightmares we meet our shadow because often we're dreaming about our aspects of ourself in symbolic Mm. form there's nothing wrong with that of knowing that you have the potential to be toxic and negative within you um but then when you wake up and in your life choosing not to to do do it's like the two wolves isn't it which wolf do you feed the one that's evil and 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 hateful or the one that's caring and empathetic it's choice isn't it that we all have a shadow side and a yeah. lot of people go through life pretending they don't. And that's what where the those, people, are, those are the serial killers. Those are the ones that scare me. I, like a yeah. brain will come in and I'm like, I am being a cunt today. I'm just letting you know. I don't know why, but it's happening. I'm just warning you. He's like, well, all right. Hi, nice to see you. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I can tell when, it, when the negative side comes out and I'm just like, oh, you know, I definitely have it. And I have, like a lot of people, I have some insecurities and th- I, I can't stand them. They make me crazy. And I wish I could. Yeah, they also drive you, don't they? You kind of need them because if you were completely sorted, you know, that's why everybody's searching for this bliss and being this totally perfect human being, then we wouldn't do anything. You you know, great art is often achieved, you know, created from a broken heart or from chaos and you know if you look at the the romantic poets for example you know they were all thwarted in love and they wrote this amazing poetry sometimes you know heartache and struggle and difficulties that's what drives us forward sadly for whatever reason well you have to you have to grow yeah we have to we learn like i've had some tragedies in my life and during the during in the middle of it i thought i was not going to make it you know i just thought this is the end of for me but looking back you know, that's why I wrote my books. That's why I feel like I didn't even know who I was then. And now I, I, I looked at my divorce in a negative way, but now I look at it, I got to, to learn who I was. And I met this man at 23 and was with him for 13 years. And it was a wife and mom. And those were my, those were my roles, but I didn't know who I was, if that makes sense to you. Like I was so like in my role. And so the divorce as horrible as it was, it was like, okay, Brandy, what are you going to do now? Who are you? And I drank a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but it also made me like, it's a sink or swim situation. And I, 
I'm thriving now and I feel like I didn't think I would ever get to this spot where I'm addictions like in and drinking and alcohol it's all the thirst and hunger for meaning that's how I thirst for wholeness that's how 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 I see it um that you know you feel that your life has to have something deeper meaning and and often people who 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 do it have go you know deep with these issues it is actually the spiritual is what eventually pulls them through. I remember having this conversation with Russell Brand when I went on Under the Skin. Oh, yeah, right, yes. You know, he has been deep and dark. Mm-hmm. And he was saying now he's getting quite spiritual if you look at what he's doing. He's really – because he's explored every other area of life. And no, found yeah, exactly. He's- <laughs> 12-step program is actually the 12 steps to spiritual growth. It's very similar to a spiritual awakening and and the steps that you need to do, it's very similar. And you know, because you're you're, you're fearing and you're, you're fear, fearing and you're dulling yourself down because of fear, and you don't want to be. I feel like I don't. When sometimes I just want to check out, and I'm like, yeah. I don't want to think about everything that's going on. So I, I'm numbing myself with. That's how I was. I was numbing myself with Chardonnay really back in the day, um, because. I couldn't handle what was happening. I don't think anyone I, could handle. I mean, your life must have been so extraordinary. I can, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm doing a bit of media now recently. But when I was your age, I was behind a desk writing books, quiet away. You're out there in the public eye. It must be so hard. You know, <laughs> I, 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 you know, credit to you for for keeping you. it together I, mean, <laughs> I didn't realize how tough it is when you have all your insecurities and all your issues played out in the public eye like that it's hard. um and i know you, that people say well she chose it she wants it exactly but it's still not easy and i always think the people who criticize needlessly i always think it, they're just saying that to themselves because when people are hateful and hurtful for no reason, it's actually their internal dialogue to themselves. So I actually feel yeah. very sorry when people say I feel things. Sorry for, I feel sorry for haters too. I'm like, to have that thought even cross your mind to say to a stranger, like, yes. go kill yourself or whatever it is, to have that in you, is that's a frightening dark It's person. how they're talking to themselves. It's their internal dialogue. It's what they're saying to themselves every day. And that, if right. you think of it they're like miserable. that, it's so easy to deal with trolls and haters um, because people treat others the way they treat themselves often. No, yeah. I, say, um, I always say haters need, need hugs. I really, you know, sometimes I have breakdowns and things get to me, but I really... I, they're talking, I, just think of it, that's what they're saying to themselves. That's what they live yeah. with in their head. Um, you know, we have no right to to give opinions that are hurtful. You know, positive criticism is okay. That's done with good intent. But right. I'm old-fashioned that way. There's no point. Um, just it's nothing to do with you. No, but <laughs> to have that hate within you and you towards a stranger you don't know, no. to even have those things cross your mind, it just seems dangerous. I wouldn't want... I would never want to meet one of those people in person. I really well, just hatred towards themselves that is manifesting externally. That's what that is what it is. And that's the real tragedy. And so many people are like that today. I think self-love is so seriously lacking in so many people for whatever reason that the journey of our lives after self-understanding, the next big step is self-love. And that's the hardest one because all religions and philosophies tell us to love ourselves, but none of them actually say, how do you do that if you weren't right. shown how to do it 
from a young age because for whatever right. reason people don't get that from their parents or their carers or whatever they're not shown how to self-nurture and um part of spiritual awakening actually a foundation of it is to fall in love with yourself because when you do that everything does fall into place not in a narcissistic way no yeah no yeah yeah different but i think self-love is is the biggest biggest challenge to actually think i'm going to take care of myself whatever happens however whoever leaves me i've got my own back right you know no it's true it's like having that peace within is so difficult sometimes and you know, I could talk to you all day, but Ryan's telling me over here that I have to wrap it up because we're already Sorry. at 45 minutes. <laughs> oh, no, no, you're so, you're amazing. And I oh, look forward to everything that you're going to be doing. And all of, I'm going to get all of, I'm going to post your book on Instagram. Who oh. needs Bella? Kidding. I love Bella. I'm, <laughs> d- Bella? I'm joking. She's, um, but she's deep into it, must be deep into it as well. She's, so. yeah, they're, they're very spiritual, very um, great girls that, you know, they have their heads on straight. But you know their moms. Their mom raised them properly, and she's amazing, also. So well, I'm looking she's very spiritual. To you rising like a phoenix, because that's the other part. There's a scorpion, and then the other aspect of that sign, the other symbol, is the phoenix. You rise from the ashes, and you you confound people with flashes of brilliance and new life that they didn't think. They'll count you out, and you you will just keep re- being reborn like a phoenix. Just think about that when things are tough. You that's, that's, you're a double Scorpio. You're a phoenix. Right? Oh my god, I love you. My my friend and I when we paint, we suck at it. She he always paints a, a phoenix and the last time it looked like a butthole. I was like, I like it, but it looks like a butthole. We can't put it up. But he like he he paints it for me. Anyway, Brian's like, we gotta go. I love you so much. This is so thank awesome you. talking to you. Thank Sweet you for dreams. being here. Oh, thank, thank you. you. No, I thank need you. that. I really thank you for the opportunity to talk to you. As I said, I am a bit starstruck and I starstruck background. Oh, <laughs> that's so silly. I'm starstruck. I'm just a normal chick <laughs> who gets in trouble. <laughs> Not too All right, well, thank you. All right, thank Bye-bye. you so much. Bye bye. I mean, I literally, Ryan, I know that you're stressed about the time because I went over, but I could have talked to her. I know. I she's know. so, I mean, she's so interesting. And I believe everything she's saying. She had, she was so fascinated by you. By my signs. And, and she says you are true to your sign. You are like the most true you could be to your sign. Authentic. Authentic. Because you're Scorpio rising and Scorpio I don't Second, know. Whatever that no, means. Yeah, no, she said, I'm like, I had a gem. I could tell like when she was saying the communications thing, it yeah. was more of a negative for me because I yeah. do struggle with that. Like yeah. how I do tell the truth and I'm authentic, but my delivery sometimes a little rough. is really rough. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I could I could do better. And sometimes I hold, I actually don't hold things in, but I, I feel like I should, do, yeah, I need to, I need to work on my skills. Yeah, like when how I'm, to when it's conflict or or, right. or something like that. Because you definitely the intuition though you're on you're I spot am. spot on. Yeah, but yeah the the someone's texting me. But the when it's when it's when it's high. Well, that's why Gemini's are so when it's stupid. High no, aggression or conflict. Yeah, yeah. Then it's, I think then it's, that then my it's communication. Then it's, I do love Gemini's. My dad, my brother. I mean, not my brother, my son, my ex-husband i everyone in my male life i have a lot of male gemini's and i love them all but it's a lot and then you get me a little sag a little sag no (laughs) sages are good i love sages in general like i really do um 
So last night. Okay. Not, okay, not the dream. We're not, not talking the dream. About. So okay, last night okay, was Phaedra okay. Park's birthday. And, okay. Or yesterday was her birthday. So we all went to dinner. She's in LA. Okay. And I met some of her friends. They're super cool. Then we go to the bathroom. And <laughs> well, we have to go to the bathroom. Girls sure. do. Like, Everyone does. At least once a dinner to check that look. Because we were outside and the <laughs> oh, wind was blowing. So we went oh. to Fia. I don't know Fia. Fia or Fia. I don't know how to say it. The best food. Really? Where I, is it? It's it's in Santa Monica. Okay. Like between like, you know, it's like right when you get into Santa Monica on Santa Monica. Okay. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, yes. It's Italian. Okay. Sounds great. Sold. Everything was so good. Wow. Uh, except I have one issue. Oh. I would thank you. Um, I was trying to yeah. get that. Um their mart- martini glasses are teeny. They're so teeny, like um, like they're so. So it doesn't small, feel like a full glass. I feel like I'm just drinking olive juice, like a, a one mm. swallow. Mm. So I ordered like four at a time. <laughs> Sounds expensive. <laughs> no, they comped us because Phaedra's very very famous. Wow, yeah, that's awesome. I did have like seventy bucks in my purse, and I gave it to the waitress. Nice, because I know how those kind of dinners can be. Because you just sure. never know. If, yeah. Um, but she was wow. also cool and let me touch her boobs. <laughs> That's the <laughs> it's a long story. It's what you want. Yeah. Yeah. She was awesome. Waitress. I really liked her. She was just like, you could tell. <laughs> I thought you were talking about Phaedra, not the waitress. Oh, no. Phaedra would love She would love me touch her baby. So this is my story. We're in the bathroom. Okay. And I stupidly wore a bodysuit. You were, like, you know. Oh, yeah. So you got to get fully naked. To, yeah. To, to, and yeah. it snaps at the underneath. You know, I was struggling. I couldn't see, couldn't snap it. A little tipsy. Like, that's like straight vagina out because you don't have to sure wear is. underwear with a bodysuit. Sure. <laughs> My good friend, I go, you guys, I'm not doing cocaine in the bathroom because, first of all, I don't have any. <laughs> because I was in there for a long time. They were like, come oh. on. So they, they started to worry to about it. They were starting to worry about it. I think they, they were thought, starting to be like, what what's the Brandy fuck? I'm like, you guys, I go, somebody, <laughs> somebody. And then Phaedra's was like, she got on her knees in the bathroom and with her little, her long nails in front of my badge. Snap my bodysuit for me. And that, my friends, is a real true friend. <laughs> I just don't understand why you couldn't do it. I, she had a hard time doing it. It's hard. The bathrooms are really dark. Mm. And the snap, they didn't want to snap. Like, she even said it. We only got one snap. There's two. I'm like, one, we're going to roll with one. Or people are going to think we left them yeah. at the table. Wow. That also feels like a weird place to have snaps down there. Because it feels like it could unsnap easily down there, right? Yeah. That's no. not the most comfortable thing to yeah, have that snaps too. down there. That too. But like a lot of people, um, we have different torso sizes. So you have to, mm. I don't know. I don't like body. I like the ones without the snaps. <laughs> yeah. Where you just yeah, slip you right just in. Like, and then you can That's just go That's the way up. to go. Yeah. That's I don't, the way to yeah, go. Yeah. Snaps. Oof, I, I have one. some really cute ones with snaps though. <laughs> what do you do? Just take the snaps off, sew it together. I don't know. Then you won't be able to get in it, I don't think. Yeah, you step they're, into they're it. They're stretchy. The they're stre- yeah. Oh, Most okay. of them. Yeah, mine is. Anyway, so that was fun. And we had a blast. I could. I love her. She's like, come to Atlanta. So I'm coming to Atlanta, you guys. I don't know when, but. I want to go to Atlanta. I hear it's so fucking cool. Yeah. I've heard the same to, thing. But this yeah. guy at the table was saying that he heard it's so fucking dangerous and horrible. And I'm like, dude, you I mean, know, this every is where she, li- she lives, right? <laughs> so I had to like let him have it a little bit. But I think right now every place is dangerous. I mean, Probably. it's COVID times. Your car just got broken into. Yeah. So I don't yeah. think you can like. And every place has its seedy parts. Oh, know? yeah, absolutely. Like, I mean, there's seedy parts of every city. Yeah. 
you know. At but all. I just didn't. I so I got a little feisty with him. Good. Yeah, Good. he deserved it. Good. And Pedro's like, it's okay. No, because she's so composed and like proper and amazing. But you know, I get just a little feisty. You do, as we learned today. <laughs> yes. Um, the other thing I wanted to tell you. Yes. Is. Well. You lost it. No, I want. I'm trying to figure out how to say it without getting in trouble. To oh. be honest. Oh. Um, well, gonna skip it. Okay. <laughs> I'll tell you after. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's it. That's we are it. gonna do a haiku, and I am buying her dream book because I really I'm starting to get more spiritual as I get older. I used to be like, oh, it's all, all a bunch of shit, you I know, know. But at 23, I was like, oh, I don't do that, I don't talk to dead just people. in the like, past, like since we've started doing the podcast, yeah, together, I feel so like better. I've seen this change a growth, yeah, it's called growth because mm-hmm. we do have to grow, yeah, because I had fear before. Yeah. Around it. I, I was afraid of what I was going to be told because I'll, sometimes I manifest things that people tell me to happen. I'm like, well, sure. she said it, so it's going to happen. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. I, I, I make it happen even though I don't it, want sorry. to. In Yeah, in like a negative way. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So that, that scares me about myself. But yeah. also like, you know, the information you have coming in, you have to say it. Like when she said the shadow side. Yeah. I wanted to know more, but I was scared. Me too. But obviously we all have a darker side to us. Yes. I mean, we're not, no one's like happy-go-lucky perfect all the time. All the time. time? No, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Get the book. Let's get the book. Oh, I'm, oh I wanna, yeah, I'm going I'll, to. I was about to go get it. You, oh, <laughs> no, you read it and then I'm going to yes. read it. Um, yes. And I'm okay. still reading. Um, it's not all Rosé and Diamonds of Rosé. It's oh. so good. Oh, my God. And he's going to come do the podcast. When? Let's get Dave on. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Anytime. He okay. said whenever. Oh, I good. Said, okay. check with Bravo. <laughs> I'll, I'll reach <laughs> out. I said, don't check with Bravo. Shouldn't no, check with Bravo. No, don't. Well, only because they have their own podcast and they try to keep people from me, even though I love them and they love me back. But, you know, obviously they want them to do their podcast first. Right, right, right. Okay. But, I'll reach out to yeah. them. Yeah. Okay. Um, and all the right. other thing is we have to do a haiku. Haiku. Dreams are real and have meaning. They tell a story that's not demeaning. Focus on what they say and you'll have a lovely day. Yeah, I, was timing. Watching, I was watching The Voice this morning, so I had to sing. Oh, you know what? Ed Sheeran played how he, he, he says he learned to sing. Like, he didn't have a good voice, and he played his 14-year-old self, and he sucked. What? So, so if he can, can learn, do it. that's what he said. He said what right. he said. You start- and I love Ed Sheeran. So, not like, I mean, I would do him, love but the he's music. married. <laughs> so okay. no. On that note, <laughs> I, love, I love a ginge. Thanks for listening to I Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Download new episodes every week, and if you haven't already, subscribe. And be sure to leave us a rating and review. And while you're at it, check out some of the other great shows available on Straw Hut Media.